I'm Joanna Roach, and you're listening to The Nature of Nantucket. I am here this week with Helene Weld, who is our board chair and president, and we're going to talk a little bit about her history with the MMA. Welcome, Helene. Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm happy to get to ask you some questions about sort of how you how you got interested and started uh, with the MMA. Like, tell us a little bit about that story. Well, true confessions. I knew nothing about MMA, to tell you the truth. Um, my family has been coming here since the very beginning of 1980s. Um, and I was unaware of, of Mariah Mitchell until I met... Um, Dr. Um, Malcolm McNabb at a dinner party. Um, And he seemed interested in the fact that I had some experience in development and governance within the independent school world. And then when my husband retired from his practice of cardiology in New York, and we moved up here full time uh, 11 years ago, uh, Malcolm asked me if I would be interested in joining the board. And um, that, that is what I did and very quickly recognized the excellence of the programming and the the professionalism of the staff um, and started really just, you know, sort of hands-on beginning work with with the board at that point. So you've been on the Mariah Mitchell board then for 11 years? Yes. No. I have. I have. So I've seen many changes. Um, all to the better, and we are progressing and, and moving forward, yes. And I have to tell you, in, in honesty, I mean, I, by profession, I am a nurse, but I've had over 25 years of experience um, within the independent school world, um, working with both governance and development. Um, and, and as I said, I always respected the, the excellence of the programming, the camps, the aquarium, research being done in astronomy. I sort of had my aha moment when one day by accident, I walked into the research laboratory and there was a fifth grade class there from one of our, our local schools uh, working for the full time, for their, their first time using microscopes. And I was absolutely blown away by the excitement that was being generated in that room. There was not one set of bored eyes, no eye rolling, no boredom. They were just thrilled to be learning um, what they were seeing through these microscopes. And that, that really brought it home to me because this is, this is what we're all about. Um, and I, I think that and the programs that we're doing um, both for seasonal visitors and on the island, really, um, are what bring it home for me. The, the uh, science festival that we do in, in March, uh, where we have close to 500 people coming, learning, touching, exp- learning, discovering, um, and then our newest program, of course, the Look Up program, uh, offering free program, free accessibility to our observatory um, during the winter to all of Nantucket students, families, and faculty. Uh, th- this to me is really exciting. And this is, this is what the board really is, um, is supporting and, um, uh, and, and moving forward with. 
Yes. Well, those are all very exciting things. Thank you for sharing. But I want to I want to take you back a little bit further than 11 years ago, because one mm-hmm. of the things, one of the things that I've noticed in my time here is that almost everybody who comes in contact with the Mariah Mitchell Association in one way, shape or form has a connection to nature. And mm-hmm. I know that you told me a couple of stories um, from when you were a little girl and, and how you developed a connection to nature and some of how your husband developed a connection to nature. So maybe you'd share that a little bit, mm-hmm. that that's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. No, I was an only child um, and my father was an avid fisherman. So he had me out on the water from the age of five. Um, I think I shared with Jack at the aquarium that I, remember catching eels and spider crabs, not necessarily happily, but um, always um, was connected um, to the ocean, especially on the south side, um, the south end of Long Island. Um, And my husband uh, was raised in the middle of Long Island on a property that eventually was given back um, back to the community as a park. Um, So he was raised, hunting, fishing, and basically during World War II, raising all of, all of their own livestock and living off of the land, so to speak. So, and then we've raised um, all three of our children believing in the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that everyone who tends to either volunteer or be on the board or even come to work at Mariah Mitchell has some connection to nature. And I think that that is one of the reasons why, you know, Mariah Mitchell is still so relevant today is that she fosters this curiosity and imagination in both science and nature. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I'm wondering about some of your, you know, favorite Mariah Mitchell things, right? So I would ask two questions about that. Like, what's your one of your favorite parts of all the collections that we have? And what's your favorite thing to do at the Mariah Mitchell Association? Well, I think certainly the lecture series, most definitely. Um, You know, again, open nights at Loins. um, I'm not always able to get there, but I certainly appreciate um, the the most recent one was last October. And again, always seeing the excitement that is generated by people um, discovering something new. Um, and again, you know, being able to look through that telescope and look up at the beautiful sky that, that we have here. Um, I certainly appreciate the collections that we have. And I loved what we did last year, which was collaborating with the Artists Association and bringing, bringing artists in to actually paint and sketch um, using some of our collections. I think, I think we're quite unique in that. Uh, that the collection is so vast, um, not, of course, never forgetting the archives that we have from Mariah Mitchell herself, um, which are always shared with, with others. So all of those experiences. Yeah. What, Helene, is your favorite part of living on Nantucket? Like, what's your favorite part of the island? Um, I honestly think it's, it's the beauty of the island. Um, It's being able to go out and either walk or drive and experience things. I was born and raised and lived in New York City for my entire life. Um, That never never squelched my love of of open 
open sea and air. Um, so I think that is that is really what I enjoy the most. And of course, it's the community. It's the small community. Um, and I think what I'm honestly most proud of what Mariah Mitchell has done, the association has done, was to bring the ability for the year-round community as well as the seasonal community, um, it, it, providing them with an opportunity to learn and explore. And of course, following in Mariah's in Mariah's footsteps of hand, hands-on exploration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know that um, we are a strong community and we have a lot of different nonprofits here, right? And you, as you have said, have had uh, quite a bit of experience in nonprofit board management. What, what do you think are some of the challenges facing nonprofit boards on Nantucket? Um, I think it's basically, I think we, all of the nonprofits have relied heavily on the seasonal uh, population um, for financial support. And I think something that um, uh, we started talking about a number of years ago was outreach into, let's say, the Boston area to um, raise our profile in that area so that we can we can develop more more collaboration with organizations um, in Boston to support us and not simply simply rely on on this on the seasonal population um, and also raising our profile within our own within our within our own year-round community as well mm-hmm. and I, I think I mean I think I think with the aquarium and looking forward to the f- future of moving the aquarium across the street, building a new and better, a uh, new and better um, uh, experience there will be, and having it available during the year as well, will be very helpful. Mm-hmm. So you've also seen a lot of changes on the island of Nantucket over your many years of coming here. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do you, you know, how, how do you see the island continuing to develop and, and what things are you thinking are important for people to pay attention to now? Well, we've been coming here for more than, owned our home for 25 um, and been year-round residents now for 11. Um, I think one of the greatest challenges really is uh, reaching out to that seasonal group as well but also but also our year-round community um we raising our profile i think is a challenge that we need to continue to do we're doing it we're doing it more and more um but we still need to we still need to move toward that toward that goal Mm -hmm. and and outreach off island as well as uh, on island Tell me a little bit about some of the other folks on your board. I know you have a, a great, I know we have a great group of folks on the board, who, some of whom have been involved for a long period of time. Why don't you share with um, the listeners some of who these wonderful folks are? Oh, they're fabulous. It's a, it's a wonderful group. We have one, Tony McCarrow, who I think started working for Mariah Mitchell in 1954 um, when she was a volunteer, I believe, in the library and has continued has continued on over all these many years and certainly um, just an just adamant believer in uh, Mariah Mitchell and her legacy and what we're doing. 
Um, we have some newer board members and we're continuing to build our board um, who are bringing different talents. We have um, Rick Bard, who is a, a retired science teacher. Um, we have Carolyn Holt, who is co-chairing development, who is bringing an amazing amount of energy and new friends um, to our organization. She's had a lot of experience with nonprofits in California. We have, you know, Chris Griffiths, who is from the Boston area, who has been supporting us for a number of years in development. I'm going to count on you. I don't want to miss an, I don't want to miss anyone. Um, Judy McLeod, who is now in, who lives in Los Angeles, but is head of our facilities committee and has um, has brought an amazing wealth of experience with facilities and um, has reactivated that committee and is responsible for giving us, I guess it's called a byline. Um, <laughs> science is our passion, education is our specialty, Nantucket um, is our classroom. Yes. So we, we have, we have Kurt, Kurt um, Burwell, who is our treasurer, who is um, uh, on the board of uh, Sacred Heart in New York City. So he brings a lot, like, like I do, um, independent school, nonprofit experience with him. He's our treasurer. Um, we have Joe Santucci, who is a lawyer, who um, has co-chaired the Women in Science Symposium um, for the last several years and has been a staunch supporter of that and helped us with, uh, with sponsorships. Joanna, I'm going to count on you to... Margaret, <laughs> what about Margaret? Margaret Falk, that's right, who was head, thank you, head of uh, overseer, really, of all of the exterior planting of the New York Botanical Garden. So she brings extensive experience and knowledge of botany. And she is um, helping us with our plans for um, uh, basically cleaning up and, um, and uh, planning for the move of our aquarium from one side of Washington Street to the other. Um, but her, her knowledge and experience has been invaluable. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Francis? And Francis Sims, whose father had been on the board and is works with Deloitte down in Washington. And she has been extraordinary in um, helping us with um, both doing a review of our mission statement, um, our strategic planning, and um, moving forward, she'll be helping us with some uh, DNI, DEI training um, at our retreat at the first week in April. Mm -hmm. um, and we have, of course, Brian Sullivan, a.k.a. Sully, who has been incredibly helpful to us with, um, with advice on real estate and property. I think everyone knows him. And we also have um, Kathy Rohde. Kathy Rohde, who is an astronomer um, at the University of Indiana. And she has been on our board now, I think, um, for, for at least two terms and has been invaluable in the, um, in the uh, knowledge uh, that she has brought to the board um, on the topic of astronomy and our, and our research. There are REU students. And she was an REU intern um, at Mariah Mitchell. And, and BB? And BB, yes, who is just, has, has been on the, on the board, I believe, almost as long as uh, Tony McCarrow. But um, she has been a staunch supporter. And she and her brother, John, have been staunch supporters of Mariah Mitchell over the years. 
and they offered us their house on Albert Avenue last summer, where we had our best gala ever. Uh, and we'll be returning this year. So it's it's a very interesting. And then we have someone new, like Molly Payment, who was an educator, and um, and she she actually her father, I believe, was on the board of the Athenaeum and brought Molly Anderson in as their first executive director at Athenaeum. And she and her brother both have, you know, a very, a very strong background in philanthropy and the island. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a very diverse and interesting group. But yes, we're, and I, you went to build. Yes, and I steer us back to, um, for the purposes of our conversation, that all these folks have just such a deep love of Nantucket and mm-hmm. a deep love of nature that their affinity to joining and supporting the Mariah Mitchell Association has been so natural and so much in line with their personal beliefs around exploration and imagination and curiosity and connecting to nature. It's true. I mean, I mean, Kurt Burwell is a birder. I mean, he's out in Central Park in New York City with his binoculars all the time, you know, and, you know, and, 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 and Joe Santucci, um, you know, who's, who is an avid fisherman and and has been out on the the OSHA boat with the sharks, you know, tagging <laughs> sharks. Um, basically, I would say every every person who sits on the board brings with them an enthusiasm and love uh, for the natural world in a, in a, all its different uh, facets. And I think that that's important for us to sort of talk about and acknowledge primarily because some people just think of Mariah Mitchell as an astronomer and she was truly a natural scientist and a woman who took daily nature walks and explored Nantucket and collected flowers and bugs and animals and just fully engaged with the natural world. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And we're building on that. I mean, look at our discovery camps. That's what that's what we're doing. We you know provide that for children of all different ages and our other programs, adults as well. Yes. The marine walks, the, the, the walks out into, into the various areas of the island, um, the, the, um, the bird, Ginger's bird walks. I wanted, oh, to ask, <laughs> I wanted to ask Ginger actually why I had hundreds of robins in my yard yesterday, all enjoying the warm weather, I think, and uh, taking advantage of the soft ground. I think so too. Well, thank you, Helene, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. I want to say on behalf of all of my fellow staff members at the MMA, thank you for your guidance and your service. We appreciate it. We're happy to be able to share this little talk with our audience and with Nantucket. So thanks for being here today. Thank you. Thanks, Joanna. More work to come. Thanks. I'm Joanna Roach. I'm from the Mariah Mitchell Association. Our show is called The Nature of Nantucket. Thank you.